Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? I really hope you are. Let me look up here. Let me get it right. I'm supposed to look up here. So I hope everybody had a wonderful day. Have um, so far starting the week off. Your day was really great. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us tonight. And I'm going to be sharing just a little bit with you tonight. I think it's going to encourage your faith. I want to share some things about being shaken in your faith, but really not being destroyed. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because today I really do believe that we are, you know, we're in a place in the world today where sometimes things can be really, really hard. Life is harder than it used to be. So we're going to talk about some of those things today. We're going to talk about how that we, you know, how we cannot be destroyed. So I want to share that with you. Um, thank you all for joining me. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do uh, a couple of things. First, let's go ahead and do a confession. Because I think sometimes we have to say things with our mouth to begin to open our mouth and establish things in our life and in our heart. So if you will say with me, and if you're um, in the audience, if you want to write what I'm saying, that will be great. Just drop it in the chat. So I want you to say with me, my heart is open. My mind is clear. I am ready to receive the word of God for me. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, the next thing I would like for you to do, if you would, I want you to like and share this video, share it with some others, um, because you know, as well as I do, there are some hard times that people are going through right now. And so we just want to, um, to encourage people with the word of God, because the enemy is fighting all of us, but the word of God is our salvation. It is a strong tower in the day of trouble when the enemy comes in. So if you would do that for me, I would really, really appreciate it. So, Father, we just thank you for this time that we can come together and that we can hear your word. We sit upon your word. And, Father, I yield my vessel totally and completely to you, that you will have your way in this just this brief time with all of your wonderful saints, Father, with your sons and daughters, that you will speak to our lives tonight, Father that it will help us to go to that next place and to stay strong and steadfast, unmovable, holding on to your unchanging hand. I take authority over demonic activity. I take authority over anything that will hinder the word of God from going forth tonight. I think that there will be simplicity and clarity as we sit at your feet tonight, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you agree with me, drop it in the chat, that amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you again for being here tonight. So tonight's subject is shaken, but not destroyed. You know, today is a different day and life is really, really hard sometimes. And whether we want to or not, we will engage in a battle. It doesn't matter whether you want to or not. If you are living and breathing, there will be a fight that you will engage in. It'll be a battle for our will, our mind, our emotions, and ultimately our souls. This battle will not be fought lawfully. It will come to destroy our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you notice, most of the attacks that we have today is geared toward having us not to believe the word of God. There's always all types of slander, Churches are under attack. 
you know, every, every, every person that is named in the name of the Lord that is doing great things, they are under an attack. So we need to realize that we do have an enemy and that we are under attack, but the enemy cannot sustain his attack against us as long as we hold on to the word of God. It would come to destroy our faith in our Lord and Savior. And once the enemy has our faith, it will be a struggle to win this battle. It will be a struggle once the enemy has your faith. You see, that's one of the things you have to understand is that the enemy is coming for you not to believe God. That's what he's coming for your faith. You know, sometimes we think that he's coming for, you know, our material gains, our things that we have. You know, yes, the Bible says that he comes to kill, steal and to destroy. But ultimately, he is coming so that you will no longer be a believer. So there are, you know, the Bible talks about in the latter days, how there will be a great falling away. We can look around today. And if we honestly look and see there are people that were on fire for God that are have a very complacent attitude now. If I go to church, if I get online, you know, whatever, you know, it, it you know, it'll be what it'll be. And we say that so casually. And the world has began to cross over into the church and the church is beginning to look more, I mean, looking like the world. And it's almost hard to really tell a real believer unless you are radical with your faith. The enemy wants to destroy your faith in Christ. He does not want you to believe in the only begotten son of God. Everything that you're under, the attacks that you're facing, it is to get you to quit. It is to get you to put your shield down, to stop fighting in the spirit, to stop standing for your children. You know, a lot of times he'll, he'll begin to bring doubt to your mind. And once he begins to get you doubting, then that battle is going to be a struggle. First of all, I want you to understand there are two wheels of our father. There's an unconditional will. And then there is a conditional will. Now, the unconditional will is a will, of course, when God is going to do what he says he's going to do. It doesn't matter what we think or how we feel about it. God is going to do what he decides that he wants to do. Then we have, you know, we have the, un the unconditional. I'm sorry, that was the unconditional. I'm sorry, that was wrong. But now we have the conditional will. So now the conditional will is based off of conditions. You know, the, the scripture says, if you hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, if, you know, all these blessings will come upon you, if you sow and if you give, you will reap. Um, it'll be given back to you a good measure, pressed down. I set before you death and life. You choose. See, these are conditions. I want you to understand that. The first one was unconditional, but this is conditional. So it's based off of how we apply the word to our life in order to have the word of God, to have things working in our behalf. He says, I set before you death and life. These are all contingent upon, the weather, upon whether we meet these conditions. There are certain conditions that the word of God teaches us in order to have certain things. If you give it, it'll be given to you again. If you plant, you will reap a harvest. You know, so those are things that we do. Now look at this. What happens is 
when we do those things, okay, we are praying and we are trusting God to move mountains. And how many times have we prayed and stood and came up with all the conditions, but it didn't come out the way we thought? And we were shaken. At that time, you were shook. You didn't know which way to go. The enemy had come in and changed your mind about God. Some of us wanted to quit completely. But where will we go? The Bible says the disciples were like that. And Jesus said, will you go also? And they said, where will we go? You have the word of life. There comes a time when we don't understand. The Bible says there are some, some, some things that we would never understand until we see the Father. There are some secret things. The things that are revealed are for us to understand. But there are some secret things that we may never, ever see or hear and understand how it's done. So the Bible says in 2 Corinthians... If you'll go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we're going to read verses 8 through 9. So it says, we are hard pressed on every side. We are hard pressed on, and that's what I'm talking about right now, because we're in this world and there are some hard things that we as people are dealing with. Every day there's a fight. For your children there's a fight for your your health there's always attacks coming towards us it says we are pressed on every side but not crushed we're perplexed we don't really understand we're baffled at times but it says but not in despair we're persecuted how many of you know there's a great persecution happening now? Everywhere you look, there's someone, and like I said earlier, coming against a believer. If someone is doing anything for God, there is persecution. And this is one of the things we need to understand, saints. If you are named in the name of the Lord, you shall have trials and tribulations. You shall have, they are coming. And if they haven't gotten to your house yet, guess what? Just keep living. Just keep living. Keep breathing. Keep living. It will show up. The word of God is forever settled. And that's what you need to understand. He never promised us, you know, that everything was going to be, <laughs> that everything was going, <laughs> that everything was going to be just hunky-dory. That, you know, man, you're just going to walk through this life in a bed of roses. You give your life to the Lord and it's just going to be perfect. You know, you, you, you know, you didn't have any hair when you got saved and all of a sudden you got saved and now you're going to grow some hair. You don't have to wear a weave anymore. That's not true. That is not true. So we, you know, I, I wish I could tell you that it's just going to be hunky dory, but I am going to tell you this. You better hunker down in the word of God. Now, that's an old saying. You heard it during the pandemic. People was like, you know, hunker down, you know, lock in. Well, that's what you're going to have to do with the word of God. 
So I'm telling you, we are persecuted, but we're not abandoned. God said, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. And sometimes it you can't feel God. How many of you know you've been to a place where you just don't feel like God is there? You don't feel like he's hearing your prayers. You don't feel like he's answering your prayers. He's not talking back to you. You, you, you know, it's almost like you're you're in a lull, so to speak. You know, like I, I know I'm praying, I'm, I'm waiting for an answer, I'm hearing, but the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. That's one of the things you have to understand. You cannot always wait on your physical senses or wait on you know your, your head knowledge in order to know that God is there. Just know that our God loves us, He is for us. He has great plans for us. We just need to hold on to the word of God. Storms are going to come. In this world, we are going to have trials and tribulations. They are coming. Now, it says that we are struck down, but not destroyed. And when we say struck down, it doesn't, you know, not naturally. And then some people may, you know, just to be perfect, honest with you, I wish I could tell you that. You know, some people will go through because of their faith, because they love God. They will go through persecution. Even there are Christians today, they're in, in different places in different countries that are being beaten, that are being locked up, that are being beheaded for their faith. So I am here to tell you, it's not going to be a bed of roses. But if we walk by faith and not by sight, we will see what God has for us. Just hold on. Don't quit. Amen. Praise God. Now, he said, we are hard pressed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. So all these things can come against us, but God is never, ever going to let us be destroyed. Now, I want you to go to John 16, verse 33. I want to show you something else. If you will go to St. John chapter 16, verse 33. And this is Jesus. He is saying, he said, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. So that in me, you may have peace. You see, that's why it's so important for us to stay in Christ. You know, sometimes we feel that there is an option. And there are so many Christians today, you know, they have fallen away. And, and, you know, you may say, well, I haven't really fallen away. But if you're not attending physically in a church or you're not online uh, um, on, uh, with a church, you've fallen away. And I'm not talking about you show up sporadically. I'm talking about consistently because you know that there is strength. And that's why the Lord wanted us to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And do you realize assembling yourselves together can be right here online? That's another byproduct that the Lord has made for us that we can um, um, we can serve him together. And when you can get into the house, get into the house, because there are some things that do happen in the house sometimes that you may not experience via the airways, but we are here and we are praying for our online community. And I just want to encourage you, don't let the enemy pull you away from the faith. Now, so let's just say the Bible says, and, and this is, this is what Jesus told Peter. 
He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desire to sift you like wheat. Basically, just to sift every good thing, every good thing that's in you. The enemy, excuse me, the enemy wants to sift it out of you. He, he wants you to be empty. He wants you to don't have any of the word of God on the inside of you. That's why it's very important because the Bible says evil communications and companions will corrupt good manners. Evil communication and companionship companions will corrupt good manners. Now, I'm not saying these people are, you know, just like wicked and all, but I am saying they are pulling you from the faith. You know, when you around certain people and they don't seem that it's, you know, like you can go to church like it's an option. You can serve God. It's an option. You know, I don't have to be in a church to serve God. You don't. But it would definitely help strengthen you to be with the saints. So you can be online and serve God. And for all those people that are on social media that are not able to get here, we pray for you. We love you. And we're so grateful for our e-members. We thank you and all of our online guests. We appreciate everything that you do how you give and you sow into, into uh, what you believe God has called you to, we love you and we appreciate you. But I am saying when you can get into the house, get into the house. Now, listen, he says, Satan desires to sift you like wheat. He said, but Jesus said, I have prayed for what? What does it say? I have prayed for what? Drop it in the chat. He said, I have prayed for what? I have prayed for your mama. I have prayed for your brother, your sister. No, what did he say? I have prayed for your faith. I have prayed for your faith that it, what? Your faith fails not. And when you are strengthened, when you turn back, when you, when you have turned back, go strengthen your brethren. In other words, the Lord is saying, when you get it together, when you, I am praying that your faith don't fail, but go and strengthen somebody else now. You see, that's why it's so very important for us to be together. I really can't stress that enough. It's very important for us to stay connected as saints, to stay connected. Get an online pastor if you don't have one, if you don't have a church. Get an online pastor and get in there and support that ministry and be there and do what God has called you to do. Hear the word of God. Get stronger every day and be a part of what the Lord is doing. You know, I truly believe that this is the day and time that the Lord will use every avenue to reach as many people as he can. That's why I told you all, share, share. You never know who needs to hear because what happens? The more you share, then somebody else will take the link and share it somebody with, with somebody else. You may not be able to win the world, but whoever you share with could be the one that wins, wins the world. So I'm saying, don't be afraid to press that share button. Don't be afraid to stand up for the gospel because the gospel is the power of our salvation. It's our deliverance. Don't be ashamed because Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, whew, here in the earth, I'm going to be ashamed of you. I know I'm saying a whole lot of things, but I really do believe that the Lord is inspiring me to say these things to you. So God is saying, don't let the Lord be ashamed of you. When he said, depart from me, I didn't know you. You didn't share my word. You didn't help others learn about me. See, in this day and time, we have to reach as many souls as we can to get them into the kingdom of heaven. That is our goal. 
You see, we get it twisted sometimes because we really kind of think it's about us and about what we want to do and how we want to do it. And really, it's about the kingdom. Amen. So he says, and when you have turned back, do what? Strengthen your brethren. God is expecting us to do something when we are converted. And converted does not just mean praying a prayer, but when you are sure of your salvation, when you are are loving God and you're loving his people and you're moving in the spirit and you're giving and you're doing what God has called you to do, that's when you are converted and you can strengthen someone else. Amen. So look at this. Let's just say we are praying, we're standing, we're confessing, and we're believing, and we don't get what we're trusting God for. We're devastated because we feel like we have done everything. We confess the word of God. We prayed over that sickness or disease or whatever was going on. We prayed over, you know, whatever our finances or whatever is happening. And we spoke the word of God. We got the scriptures that 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 went with that situation. And we prayed and we trusted God. And guess what? It didn't happen. We were devastated. We were shook. Now, what do we do? Where are we now? Where do we go? What do we do from here? We put it all on the table. We've waited on the Lord. We've prayed and we believe God. But it didn't turn out like we thought. Let me give you five keys how not to be destroyed in a situation like this. The first thing you need to do, and I want you to hear me clearly, is look for God in the storm. Look for God in the storm. But it's hard to find him. And I want you to listen. It's hard to find him if you haven't built a relationship with him before the storm. Now, I know we don't really want to hear that, but it's real. You see, that's why I'm saying stay connected. Don't let the enemy pull you off because you never know when the storm or the trial or the tribulation is coming to your house. Now, keep your relationship with the Lord together. It's hard to build anything when the rain is pouring. I hope you follow me. The time is to stay close and connected. The time to do that is now. You don't wait for the storm to come. And then you go out there and you start digging. And it's pouring rain. You can't dig the ditch because it's muddy now. You see, it's hard to, 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 to build in a storm. So now is the time to find the Lord right now. And I don't mean, you see, a lot of us are saved. But our relationship with him will determine how we treat others. Our relationship with him will determine how we get online. Our relationship with him will determine how we're in the building or how we're giving or how we're loving, how we're helping others, how we're laying hands on the sick, how we're casting out demonic activity. We are God's hands in the earth. 
So these are the things that the Lord is calling us to do. So now that's the first thing is we're going to look for God in the storm. Okay. We're going to look for him in the storm because trust me, he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So guess what? He is in the storm with us. Number two, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We talked about that just a little while. I think I got a little ahead of myself, but yes, you can do it online. Well, whatever you do, you must do it because the enemy looks for someone to destroy that's running around by themselves being a lone ranger. The dead lone ranger is over. The day of the, for your safety, the day of the lone ranger is over. Amen. The enemy looks for a lone sheep to destroy because you don't have any covering. You don't have anything that can help you go to that next level because you're alone, you're on your own, and the enemy is seeking whom he can devour. He's not devouring who he wants to. He's seeking whom he may devour. See, that's another translation there. He's not seeking whom he wants to. He's seeking whom he may. Are you one of the ones that he may? Number three. Told you I just want to talk to you just briefly tonight. Number three. Be steadfast. Woo. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For you know that your labor is not in vain. You have to be steadfast. For we walk by faith and not by what we see. We walk by faith and not by sight. Walking by faith does not mean that we don't see what's happening. It doesn't mean that you don't see the storm. What it means is we choose to make a conscious choice to set our affections on things that are above. You see, the Bible says that his ways are not our ways. The Lord doesn't think like us. He doesn't act like us. He doesn't move like us. And this is another thing. We need to understand that God is God. We can't make him do anything. We have to trust and believe the God of the universe. He can do as he please when he wants to. Now, Walking by faith does not mean we don't see what's happening. We choose to make a conscious choice to set our affections on things that are above. The enemy's MO is in the natural. When we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill all of the natural dictates of the flesh. Because one of the things we don't want to do, and saints, I really want you to hear me good on this one. We don't want to preach to others and become a castaway ourselves. Because we have not allowed the word of God to change us. Number four. We may never really understand what the Lord is doing. The Bible says the things that are revealed are for us. But there are some secret things that we will not know until we see him face to face. There are some things you may never understand, but we have to walk by faith and trust the word of God. God is a good God and he loves you. He loves you so much. He has so much good for you. 
He's not, the Bible says that he's not thinking evil thoughts of you. He is wanting to give you an expected end. And sometimes that expected end will have a trial in the middle of it, but coming out of that trial will change us. And sometimes God wants to change us. See, that's another thing. Sometimes God wants to change us. Now, he didn't send the trial, but there will be trials and tribulations. And if you will follow him by faith, you will change. You know, Bishop preached a message. Uh, I'm sorry. Bishop preached a message on Sunday about betrayal. If you have not seen that, you really need to go back and look at that. Because what happens is in the midst of that, God changes you. If you will allow him, because see, we got to learn to die to ourselves. We say it all the time. We hear it preached all the time, but it doesn't matter until we are challenged with it. You know, everybody can say, you know, I'm not on my own. You know, I'm bought with a price and for God I live and for God I die. Until something like betrayal happens and now you want to fight. Now you want revenge. And the Bible says that love, wow. In Corinthians says that love keeps no record of a wrong. Oh, that's deep. I know. Because we want to keep record. We want to talk about how many times they've done it. 70 times 70. We are supposed to forgive in one day. In one day. Now, when you forgive, it doesn't mean that you just don't act like it didn't happen. You just choose not to hold that against them. You let it go. And you are, are free because forgiveness is for you. I don't know. I mean, this is not really all in my lesson tonight, but I hope you're getting something out of it. I really, really do. There are a lot of things that, that the Lord is saying tonight. And I think we really need to, to, to take heed. And listen to what the Lord is saying. So he says his ways are not our ways. So he doesn't think like us. He doesn't act like us. He doesn't do anything like us. Amen. Now, number five. Let me go on. Be planted by the rivers of water. When we talked about staying connected, that means you are connected because your roots are down in the word of God. Whatever he says, that's what you try to adjust yourself to. Be planted by the rivers of water. So when the storms come, mm, whoo, when the storms come, you might bow over. You might bow backwards, but you will not break. See, that's what I'm saying. You will be shook. How many know the little hurricane that came through just a little while ago? Well, I ain't going to say little because it did some destruction in Florida. But when the hurricane came, you were shook. But there was a lot of people in our area. When the shaking came, we was able to still stand. These trees were still standing. Glory to God. So see, when you plant it by the rivers of water, Planted by the rivers of water where your roots just going down and getting deeper and deeper. And the deeper your roots go, the more you change. The more you change. So you might bow, but your roots are running deep. 
remember, even though this chapter, whatever you're going through, bad times have come, hard things are there. Even though this chapter may have ended, the story must go on. You must turn the page and look to the hills from whence come your help. Turn the page and look to the hills. Look to your salvation of the Lord. Look to see the salvation of the Lord. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. We serve a great God, the God of the universe. They're talking about all these planets. He made them all. They're talking about all these stars and galaxies. He made them all. <laughs> he made them all. So this is the God that we serve. Remember, storms don't last always. The sun will shine again. It always does. It always does. Glory to God. That's all I have for you tonight. I really and truly hope that you share this with someone else. I hope it has been a blessing to you. And I hope your faith has been elevated to hold on to God. Things are going to come. But we're going to look to the hills. Because the sun will shine again. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for the word that has been shared tonight. I thank you that your people have had an ear to hear you and that you will do, Father, what you choose to do in the lives of your people tonight. I give you the praise, the honor, and glory. You are a wonderful God. We love you and we thank you for who you are. We give you the praise, the honor, and glory, and that this word will not return void, but they will meditate on it day and night and they will become more and more like you and they will be that tree planted by the rivers of water that will not be moved when the storms of life come. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. So until next time, keep it real.